make noise, 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 make noise. So let's start, let's start here, man. I'm going to tell you right now. My favorite role that I've seen you in is Womack. Oh, Terry Womack. Okay. You know, I, you know, I love that. That's, that's House of Cards. I'm a big House of Cards fan. Um, during the pandemic, I stopped watching television. But I'm here to tell you, man, that 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 House of Cards is my shit. Okay. Now, how was it? How, let's start there, man. How was it working on House of Cards? Okay, let me let me back up though first, Bruh, Thank you for this invite, my dude. I'm thank a fan you. of yours, bruh, and I cannot believe that my black ass is sitting up here talking to fat man scoop up in this motherfucker. So I want to <laughs> say thank you, bruh, for this invite. You know, so you started off there. So, so, um, House of Cards. Um, House of Cards taught me a lot. And I'll tell you why. It was my first time walking into, it was a lot of firsts on House of Cards, right? Mm-hmm. If Netflix wasn't Netflix, like Netflix we know today, um, mm-hmm. uh, uh, you know, they were shooting television shows like a movie. So mm-hmm. they were doing like three episodes at one time. Um, they had buku of money, so they weren't worried about time. You know what I mean? Where television, a lot of times, you're in and you're in and out. You've got to be quick with it, you know? Um, but here, they were like, hey, we're going to take this shot. We're going to shoot this over. It was David Finch. You know what I mean? So it, they had time. And then I was walking in there with these Oscar um, winners. And um, my first day is me and um, Kevin Spacey going toe-to-toe. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I, I'm, I, I think I have some really strong acting chops, you know what I mean? But it's fucking intimidating. On your first day of work, you coming in with the number one dude, and you mm-hmm. got to go toe-to-toe with him, you know what I mean? Right. Um, so I, uh, I handled that. It went well. They invited me back. I was only supposed to be there like a couple of times, man. It was like, you know, come in, hit this dude, and rock out. Evidently, knock on wood, they liked what I did. So um, they kept bringing me back. And um, thus, Terry Womack became a fixture in the White House, man. And um, I got to meet a lot of incredible people. Mahershala, Ali, um, Robin, mm-hmm. of course. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, uh, damn, I can't remember the brother's name. He passed, incredible actor. We did a couple of, we did a movie together as well. I'm blanking like hell. Um, he played the barbecue. Um, damn, what's his name? I know, I know you're talking about the barbecue man. The barbecue yeah. man. Incredible actor, man. Broadway, um, thespian. Uh, mm-hmm. oh, that's I know you're talking about it's wild. the barbecue it's a, man. It's a, it's a, um, so I got to work with him and talk with him. And so it was like a huge learning experience for me. It gave me a cool eye on how television can be um, and, uh, and how much time you can take and how in, in depth you can go with your character on television. Because a lot of times when I was doing TV before that, it was like guest stars. I would just be in and out, you know. But this time I got to sit and be a fly on the wall and get all that information that you can't, you can't buy, you know what I mean? So um, House of Cards was, um, I'm very, very grateful for all those folks over at House of Cards. And also, man, I got to work with Cicely Tyson, dude. Mm-hmm. Cicely Tyson, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, 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 that's like the equivalent of doing a record with Mary J. Blige for me. Okay. That's like, 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 that's, that's like, that's like, that's like, it's just the equivalent. It's what I would say making a record with Mary would be. It's something you need to have on your resume at some point. 
Okay. This okay. woman, this woman did sixty years in the business. Six. Man, come on, come on, come on. So, um, yeah. Uh, so House of Cards was, was was a gift, and I um I, I I appreciate it every day, and I learned a lot, and I take it with me in every job that I um that I'm fortunate enough to uh to do. Um, now, 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 what did you? Because you said there's some things that just money can't buy. What are the, what are some of those things that you learned that just like you said money can't buy? It's it's uh mm, wow. So it's a oh, it's a lot of things. First of all, the reason why I'm pausing like that because all these things kind of go through my mind at the same time. So the 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 hierarchy on a set, um, the uh, the unspoken rules about what you can do with your character and what you can't do with your character and how you go about finessing your way into be able to do those things. Um, mm -hmm. Everybody has an opinion about you know what is right, and so you can get bombarded with. Who, if you're new and you're fresh, who to listen to and which, you know, because everybody has an opinion, you know. Um, and the biggest thing that I learned from House of Cards was uh, my dog is going to kill me. Is that a dog, son? Is that a dog? No, my son just came off from football practice, so he let the dog out, but now the dog. If the dog wants to come in, let the dog come in. Look, I, I, I don't get nothing. Like you see me sitting in this jacket on a court in a, in a right, court. Right, right, right. You can't, you can't be jumping on you, putting all dirt on. You got, you got a $300 shirt here. Oh, look, I'm going to do it like this. I'm going to do it like the old school. Hold on. Let, let the dog in, please. Exactly. I, I like that. I like that. Obviously, he's listening. He ain't listening. Fuck it. He said, fuck it. I'm going to keep doing what I got to do. So, so what, like, when, you, when you deal with Kevin Spacey, what kind of person is he? Of course, we know he got into trouble and all that shit. But when he came, when he when you were on a set with him, what kind of person was he? Was he nice, or did he just come in and do his shit and leave? What, what kind of person was he? Yeah, uh, I think he's a dedicated actor. I think that he uh, cares about the work that he's doing and how he does it. Um. I think that uh, sometimes when you get into a certain echelon in your career, there are certain things that you're no, no longer allowed to do. Um, he was always respectful with me. Uh, um, I didn't really take a long time to sit and talk with him. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, but we had a, a, a cool working relationship. It wasn't mm -hmm. like somebody who I could call up, you know what I mean, and uh, sit and talk to on the phone, and I don't know if I would really ever really want to. Um, but uh, sometimes, a lot of the times, what I saw him do in the space, I admired. Um, I, I realized that he had a lot of shit on his shoulders, like a lot of scripts on his shoulders, so sometimes he would be having lines on his feet and be reading them that you would never be able to tell, even in the space. I'd be like, damn, this motherfucker is like just killing it, how he's doing that. Um, but um, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna leave it there. I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna leave it right there. I mean, so 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 basically, he was the big man on the set, and you know, there's a certain amount of respect. He comes in, he do his shit, don't really speak to everybody, keep it cordial, do his thing, and then he's gone to the next to the next thing. You know, for example, when The Rock comes in, he laughs with everybody, he does that, but everybody has their own particular style of how they do things. So I so for me, it was just great to understand how that show works and what kind of happens on that show. Because for me, the political process 
and, and, and watching it, it, it made me feel like I, like I, it was almost like the, it's almost like the show Ballers. Have you ever watched the show Ballers with the, with the Rock? I've seen it a few times, yes. Right. So basically, it's a show about the, the inside baseball. Oh. Exactly. It's in football, baseball, all kinds of stuff, and you get a look into it. With that being said, House of Cards is a real look at what happens in Washington. Knowing that and, know, and seeing that and kind of playing that character, does it give you more of an understanding about what's going on right now? Um, in, in ways, yes, but in really because once I realized that I was going to be asked back a few more times and they were taking this character seriously, I started to do more homework on the political life and what that takes and what these people are doing and why they're doing it and, and who they have allegiance to and what really matters. Is it really the people or is it really their pockets or, you know what I mean, is, is it their districts or whatever? So, so in that aspect, yes. And I will also have to say that's a credit to Bo Williamson, the creator and writer of the, the American version of House of Cards. Um, he was a very smart young man, and he took the political life very seriously as well. So a lot of that stuff that you did see was, um, was uh, stuff that he had been studying for a very long time. So it wasn't just somebody just creating some shit off the whim. You know what I mean? He was diving in to a lot of the situation that, that could and probably did happen in real life. So yeah, man, so it, it, as I look at this, political landscape and it's scary though because um speaking of which everybody make sure you get your ass out there and vote please it is not a joke it is it is something that that we should all take seriously and it does make a fucking difference everybody get out there and vote make your statement and make your voice heard and known um um i feel like this dude man um he sat down and just watched House of Cards, you know, and he think and he felt like it was real. So, hey, I'm going to get in there and try this shit. They, they did it on House of Cards. So maybe it's real. And it's like, uh, mother. And so um, I, I would. Um, it does give me an eye into. Um, what's going on today and. And, um, and how sometimes things are not always what they seem. In fact, they're just mm -hmm. what they seem. They're just not what you think they seem. Mm -hmm. with, with that being said. Do you believe in, because everybody's saying this, but I want to know what you think. Do you believe that this is going to be the most important election in the history of the United States? And if so, why? Yes. Because every election after this is going to be changed because of this dude. They're, they're, we, we are not we are never ever going back to how it was. Because of what this, like to this day, this dude still hasn't shown his, his tax returns. Before this, he, that's never been done before. So now there are people all over who want to run for office saying, well, you know what? Hey, we don't, I don't have to do that. Oh, and then there's other things that this dude isn't doing. They're like, you know what? It's the law, oh, I don't have to do that. Whereas before it was just taken as, these are the steps that we need to do in order to change the system to show transparency to show who and what we are and how we're going to do this. But so, so because of this dude and him shining a light on how jacked up our system is, it's forever changed. So it can't go back to how it is. So it's important for that fact, I think. Um, it's, given, it's, it's emboldened a lot of people. It's making mm -hmm. a lot of people feel like they're, they're more important than, they're actually, than they actually are. Um, 
So that's going to be a, a problem and an issue because how smart is this dude? I mean, I don't know him personally. I've never, you know, been in a room with this guy, but, you know, but I, I feel like I've met a lot of people who, who've gotten over just because of their connections, not because of their intellect or their abilities. And it appears to me that a lot of this dude has, has a lot of the things that this guy has is because of his connections as opposed to um, his intellect and his um, abilities. I, I'm, I'm trying to figure out for me, this is me, how is, how is the world gonna be in December? If he, if Biden wins, well, every, I know it won't go all the way, it won't be a complete reset, but maybe people will say, wait up, hold on, we don't want that kind of stuff. And maybe they'll, we'll go back to some, some form of normalcy when it comes to presidential behavior, whatever. But what's more scary is what happens if he wins, because the, the, the message to me then is like, listen, all of y'all shut the fuck up, y'all don't matter. And that, to me, that's what scares me more. Now, I know that every president has done their shit. Everybody's done their shit, you know, whatever. On one hand, on one hand, I get mad, but then on the other hand, I understand it too, because which one would you rather want? Do you want the guy that says, I don't fuck with you, and I'm going to let you know I don't rock with you? Or do you want the guy that says, we shall overcome someday, and then go in the room and be like, yo, fuck that, man. Put all the motherfuckers in jail. Mm -hmm. So that's where my mind's been for the last month and a half. I'm like, well, is the devil I know better than the guy that could do say this, but do this? And that's where my mind's been for the last but you know what, Will Scoop, man, it's, it's, it's... I mean, listen, I'm not voting for the man. I can but, tell you that no, now. I'm I just mean, talking about how we're dealing with this. But I think people are putting, and, and this, if, if nothing else, this should have shown us how much importance we're putting on the presidency. We're thinking that there's going to be a savior, that somebody's going to come in here, they're going to take this office, and they're going to change some shit. No, they're not. They're, they're not. So that falls on us. That falls on you to change your mm -hmm. shit in your house, you to change your shit in your house and you to change your shit in your house. Because right. we have realized because of this dude, once again, he has shown a mirror on what's really going down. I mean, the thing that bothers me the most, you done got me talking about politics on this motherfucker show and I don't, I don't do that. I don't do that. I don't do that. Listen, you done got me riled up. But um, it was like the, 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 the media, right? And how back in 2006, uh, I mean, uh, yeah, 2016, you know, when the election was going on, and they were, oh, this dude, ha, 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 and they would post all this stuff, like basically giving him free advertising, right? And you know that feeling, I don't know, I, sometimes I feel this way, you know that feeling when somebody's beating down somebody so bad, even if they are bad, but they're beating down this person so bad that you're like, damn, okay, just whatever, stop it. I mean, okay, you be, he's down, he's done. You don't need to continue to, they were doing that so much. I think that it, that it made folk out just out of spite. Just be like, these mother, they, they are the enemy. And I feel as if, I'm not giving anybody a pass. I'm not saying that that was wrong, that was right. And so therefore that's why we have this dude. No, I'm not saying that at all. 
Um, but what I am saying is that I feel like it's happening again. We're doing this thing. We're putting up these ads. We're showing how dumb he is. All the stupid shit he says over and over again. And we're beating it down. And we're like, yeah, look at him. He's so dumb. He said, what? He said this again? But all that does, and, and, and if this dude has any smarts, he knows. He's like, fuck it. Yeah, let him talk about me. If they talk about me enough, I'm going to be so in, the, in, in, the, in, the, in everybody's mind that I have a chance of winning than, I, than if I wasn't. So the mm -hmm. media is doing it again. It's like, blah, blah, blah. They're, they're talking about it every day and they're beating him down from anybody who has an ounce of, oh, man, you know, there's some, there's some interesting folk in this fucking world, you know what I mean, in this country. There's some interesting people. And so they, they can be like, dang, they they not giving him a fair shot. They're like, you know what, let me, you know, let's, and it's like, no, just, and, and, it's, and it's a, we want to hear, we want to see what's going on, but it's like that, delicate balance but a lot of these shows man it's just for clicks it's just for people to watch my show so you can watch mine so i'm gonna say this and i'm gonna say that and it's and it's not informative sometimes um and that's all i'm saying about politics scoop let's move on bruh yeah i mean it, it, for me man i you know something the house of cards got me into it man because here's here's the problem mm. when i saw your face i started thinking about woman like uh, immediately you but, but listen you know that you have, you know that when you, when a character that you play on site brings that feeling out in the person, you've done your job. So now, 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 now we're hoping that, that, that now, that, that, parent, that, 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 your, that your new character does the same thing. That, now, again, I'm just getting into this now. Candy told me to watch the show. Now that you want, I got to really dig into this and dig deep. I don't watch television. Because okay. I hustle every day. I bust my ass, but I'm on it. And and Candy Burris is a good friend of mine. First of all, how is it working with her? Man, I love Candy, man. I think she's cool, cool people. Um, I had never met her before. Uh, she came to the show. Um, we had a good, you know, we had a good time. Uh, she's a smart woman. Straight. The thing, you know, the thing I like most about Candy is that she shoots from the hip. She's just going she's just going to say the shit. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And, I, and I'm like, okay. And, and so, you know, I've been in this business for a minute. And sometimes people, they can do that, but they can't take that. You, you know what I mean? So, so mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, you say all this shit to me, but I'm a grown-ass man. You know what I mean? Right. I got five children. I've been around. I ain't, I ain't, I ain't you know, you're going to say, I'm going to say some shit back. And so right. if, I, if I come back, she's like, oh, okay. And now we cool. You know what I mean? We're mm -hmm. just talking. And I, and I respect that. Um, and she came there ready to work, man. She came there ready to work. And um and um and she did. So uh, I, I did Candy a lot, bro. I dig her a lot. You you know it's so funny. She talked about how she had to prepare her husband for some of those scenes. You know, because she said he's kind of feeling some kind of way or whatever. This is her talking. Mm. Um, when I mentioned that I was interviewing you, I had about twenty five women in my DM. <laughs> Oh, that's Zaddy. Oh, that's this. You know, shut up. No, 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 no. Now you limit it because you, you, you fucking, you got a shirt on with the, with the, with the neck open, and you're drinking a fucking a bottle of, of uh, I mean, a cup of fine whiskey, and, and, and you got enough gray for the women, just enough gray for them to say he's not an old ass man. He's got experience. He's probably gonna do some shit to me that has never been done to me by that twenty seven year old man. 
uh, and that's just the facts. You said you have five kids. Yes, that's sir. a fucking basketball team. Yes. Okay, you can put them out there and let them play Car Carmelo Anthony. That's a basketball. <laughs> team. So, so, so this, that's experience. As far as do you consider yourself a sexist? Hell no. And you know it's funny as hell, man. Because I'm look, I ain't afraid to say I'm in my fucking fifties, dude. And um, my oldest son is 29 years old. He's 29, 28, uh, 24, and I got twins that, that are 16. That's the ones okay. who just walked in right now. And um, I, I'm a, uh, so I grew up in a time where when you was dark-skinned like my ass, you were ugly. It didn't matter. And sometimes the only compliment I would get is like, oh, Curtis is cute for a black, for a dark-skinned boy. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And, um, and, you know, I, I ain't never think I was ugly. I was like, oh, I'm all right. You know what I mean? Just like anybody else, you go out today, right. you put on whatever you put on, and you you good for the day. So, um, and it's funny, man, that my um this Instagram thing, which is new, you know what I mean? Um, <laughs> it's interesting what some people will send you, um, sometimes. And uh, oh no 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 sir no on this phone right here. Okay, I got a breast this afternoon. In regards to you, one one side of a breast, sir, and so so I know that if I got a side of a breast regarding you, sir, then the shit that you give me is coming out. My wife watching this, man. My wife okay, watching okay. this, man. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go to the shop. Let's, let's, let's go to the shop. But because I, I don't want to get you jammed up. I, because here's the thing: I, I understand. I'm smart enough to know. And I didn't feel it, but but now now that you said it, I understand it. Uh, <laughs> as you do an interview, there's always somewhat of a female persuasion going like this on another device, saying, "Is he going to say some shit? He's not supposed to." Is he the thing is, if you don't say what you just said, right. when you get off of this, if you want to be on here till three o'clock in the morning, right. because. All you need to see is that because oh, she's going to come in there and she's going to just stand right there while you and just right. And, and, and I have to say, my wife Angelica, I love you, babe. My wife is cool. She's cool. She's cool. And um, that's the scary part because you don't know what's going on. What you really think? And you're like, you ain't said nothing about nothing. What you really okay. thinking? See, see, see. Now, now, if you want to talk about that, now that now that's a very scary place. See, the most the most dangerous part on a woman is the eyes, okay? Because the eyes see, okay? They see everything, right? But what's more dangerous than that is the eyes that see, but they say nothing. So, so what she might do is she might let you walk back and be like, nothing happened. Oh, yeah, that man scoop amazing. And then when you get in the bed, it will, it, it will be, uh, so what was that comment what? about <laughs> Yeah, or it's like, what did you, oh, that was so cool how you said that, but what did you mean when you said, um, you were like, oh, damn. And then, and now, and now I have to say, listen, I don't know what I'm, 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 I'm sleepy. I, I, I talked to you about, no, we're not waiting till tomorrow. We're doing this now. <laughs> but if you, yeah, because if you do that part, then you're really in trouble. If you try to avoid it by any means, you have to go straight into it. You have to be like, okay, so this is what I meant. This is what I was trying to say. I don't know if it came out the way that I wanted to. You know, I'm not very good at these interviews, babe. I'm trying to get it together, so I just need to break. So what should I have to say? How should I have to say this? Because, because I need to, I need to, I need to, I need to 
<laughs> man, but I will say this, that when we did our scene, me and Candy did our scene on the show, man, and, you know, I was a little nervous about it, you know? I was like, oh, oh, I, had, I had never had a, um, a sex scene on, on a television show before. And I didn't know how much they was going to show, whatever, whatever. You know, so I was working it out, bro, trying to get, they weren't going to catch this old dude slipping. I was going to represent. Um, and uh, I said, babe, I'm about to do this. And all she said to me was, you better not embarrass me. So, nigga, I had more pressure on me. I had more pressure on me after that. I was like, oh, shit. I need to make this shit look like it's like you have to, you have to. Now, 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 when you go home, and let me tell you something. I rarely laugh. I rarely laugh. To make me laugh like that, because I understand what, it, what it's like. You were talking, and you were just, you were saying a bunch of nothing, but it did. You were just, it's just taking up time. Like, oh, yeah. Because I, you know, I, you know, because what I said. And, you know, and I, to see somebody, because I do that shit all the time, to see somebody else do that shit made me laugh. But So now you come home after that. What's the conversation? I told you, man, my wife is smooth, dude. She's smooth. There, there really is no conversation, which makes it worse. So now, so now we're waiting until the shit airs, right? So it's tick, 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 tick. And I'm like, okay. She's like, what? Oh, is this the episode that? I'm like, uh, I, don't, I don't think this is the uh, no, no, I think it's episode three. I think, I think, tick, 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 tick. No, right, it wasn't right. episode three. Because, you know, when they were airing the shows, they would come on earlier on, like, Hulu or Showtime app before they came right. on. <clears throat> so my wife, she'd be down here, and she'd be uh, watching the show before the show, right? Because we would get together as a family. So that one aired, and uh, thanks to Jack, and I have to thank Jeff for this because what Candy and I were doing, we had a few takes where that shit was, um, yeah, if those bloopers or that ever gets out, it's going to be something else. But Sir, sir, you better, you better make sure that shit winds up in a fire, <laughs> sir. You better make sure that shit winds up in an acid bath because see, here's the thing. You're not going to be able to walk yourself through it <laughs> because here's what happens to you. Oh, because I, cause I, I wasn't even in the room, and I could probably, it either, it either went in the mind or, or came out her mouth. Oh, so you, it, it looks like you enjoyed it. <laughs> I, listen, I didn't, I didn't enjoy anything. That's what, I, you know, listen, I went to work, and I read this script, and I, I did the, what they told me, and, and listen, it was 40, I, it's, it's 55 people in the room, there's a motherfucker holding the mic. You know, I, I had no problem with that. <laughs> so I, I yeah, man. So now you, so now you there with her. You with her in the room. What, what happens? What, what she said? The, the, the shit that showed was kind of whack. I mean, and, and you know, it was it was what it was. It wasn't as hot and steamy as well, you know what we had put down because we were choking. We were throwing shit off the desk. We was flipping each other around. We was doing. All, but what they showed was a little more tame, right? They didn't really show nothing. So she was like, "Oh, okay." I mean, yeah. I was like, "Yeah, you know." Things happen the way it's supposed to happen, and you know that's what they I mean. You know, maybe the other set, you know, maybe she was like, "Oh, okay, that was fine." I'm like, "Yeah, it was fine, babe. That was fine." Let's let's move on. <laughs> now let's go on. Listen, let's talk about the environment now. I'm, listen, I'm I'm interested in global warming. I don't want to talk about that. So, <laughs> those so, fires, so, those fires in L.A., babe. You know those fires. The, the, listen, listen the, the sun, the, the the sky is yellow, and that's important right now. This is not important. It is, it's just not. It's, 
I, I, I want to talk about that. So, so, <laughs> so you play, you play a gangster mm. that winds up in politics, right? How, what, what part of you did you bring into that? A lot of me, dude. And uh, the transformation of this cat, um, <clears throat> Otis Duda Perry, I love this dude, man. I, lo I love this dude, for real. Because, um, once again, I came in on the second season of The Shot. And um, I was only supposed to be there for like three or four episodes. And the universe, my ancestors, and all the powers that be, and Lena Waithe, and uh, Showtime, <laughs> Uh, have granted me two seasons and where he started as his hard gangster, which I love and he was just a businessman, his piece of dude, right? Mm -hmm. And now then they bring this the third season and he comes in he's just, he's running for mayor. I'm like oh shit. And, and those things are closely the, a, a gangster and a politician is, it's hairs. You know what I mean? You're splitting hairs. Um, so so I had Terry Womack um, information that I was able to pull from. I had the research I had done on, um, on uh, gang leaders and gang organizations. Um, I had that. And um, I just delved in, man. And then I have my grandfather, my father, and myself, man, that I was able to draw from the, the heart of those three men that, um, that lifted this dude up and, and carried him through. And... Uh, and, and I reveled in it, and I reveled in it. I reveled in the fact that I was going to be able to show all of these sides of this black dude. And then they threw in, you know, this kind of father figure-esque um, aspect to him when he brings in Jake in the, in the third season. And, and I took that seriously, man, because, um, how do I say this? Uh, on the shy, hmm. I don't know how I say it. It's, 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 there are, there needs, there needs to be, and there has been a father figure, flawed, just like everybody else, mm -hmm. but a father figure, a black male father figure. There. Mm -hmm. um, because in our neighborhoods, there are. Now, I'm not saying that there are fathers in everybody's home, because we know there are not. But there are fathers on the corner, <clears throat> there are fathers on the bus, there are fathers in the, in the bodegas, there are fathers um, um, just, just walking down the street. Still to this day, man, even though the shits get hard and kids are a little more hard-headed as fuck, and you know, you got to be a little more, um, a little more hard. But there, there are some dudes that be like, hey, 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 no, young man, slow it down. I, 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 they're harder to find, they're harder to find, but I know that they are out there because mm -hmm. I am one of them. Um... Uh, and, and being a father <clears throat> for a time, man, I was a single dad. I was a single dad with the three children. It was me and my, my oldest three children. It was just me and them. And, mm -hmm. and, uh, and it was rough. And I feel like, so when that opportunity came with the Jake thing, I took it seriously. I, 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 I kind of fought for making sure that I wasn't going to let this dude just be this little knuckleheaded thug when he's in Duda's presence. Duda's going to mm -hmm. snap him up because he needs that guidance. Um, and you know, and I feel like Nina and uh, Showtime and, and the powers to be gave me as much 
rope as they, we you know, right. they, yeah, as, as, as they could and they felt like it was okay because it's theirs, it's their project. Um, so, uh, so yeah, I feel like that was important. So all of those things that we were able to do this season with um, Otis Duda Perry, I'm, I'm proud of. Now, 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 you you spoke about having being a single father with three kids, and when when I was you know when I was just doing the doing the the research, I saw that, and you know it said that there were some hard times, man. How you know there are not a lot of guys who are single dads. I happen to be one of those guys who had who have and to this day have uh, uh, possession of my children. Nice. And it's hard, like just just as hard as it is for a single mom, it's just as hard for a single dad. So, with that being said, what did you go through? What what, what was that like? And were you acting during that time? Because it seemed like it was pretty tough. Yeah. <clears throat> uh. So. Hmm. I'm pausing for a couple of reasons because um. I said this to my wife, and we have this arguments ongoing argument. Part of me feel like so. Initially, I've been doing. I've been very fortunate. So I've been having to have a lot of interviews and being able to talk about my life and whatever, whatever. And I think it's important to talk about everybody's experience. Everybody has an experience because it just informs and it enlightens. There came a part of me that started to feel as if <clears throat> I was pimping my past because this business sometimes is, can be sensationalized. You know what I mean? So they like mm -hmm. to take something that's real and that's true and make it into this story. You know what I mean? The blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, so, so I'm pausing because there's a part of me that's honestly saying, how much of this do you want to go into? Because for a couple of reasons. One, because when I really go there, I go back there and it's painful. Oh man, and I, 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 get, and I get upset and I get sad. But what I will say is this. We were at a place at one time after their mother left. And I do not fault their mother for leaving. And I say that now after years of being able to think that through and try to understand. <clears throat> because initially I was, I was hot as hell. But it's been years, you know, Curtis is 29 years old. And when, when, when that happened, he was seven years old. Um, there was a time when we had near pot to fucking piss in. I had to go down and I was living in Yonkers. Why oh? <laughs> Why oh? And I had to go down to the, um, welfare office that was down by the train station, back behind the train station down there and sit and uh, ask for food stamps. And, um, and I had them with me at the time. And, and it could have been all in my head, but the looks I got from the other women that were there, the other people, let me just say not women, the other people that were there, as well as the the young lady who assisted me, asking for the documents or whatever, was such a disdain of why are you here, Phyllis? That it almost made me not stay and get the help that I needed, that we needed. Um, subsequently, um, we were standing in this apartment and uh, 
I was not paying the rent the way that I needed to be paying the rent. Mm-hmm. And um, we were kicked out of that apartment um, with the marshal coming to the door out of the blue on a day that was just a normal every day and banging on the door as if somebody had drugs and had stolen and killed somebody. Uh, nobody was dressed. And he said to me that um, collect whatever you can collect right now. And um, because once you leave out, you cannot come back in until the court says you can come back in. And then when you come back, then you have to collect whatever. You have to take all your stuff out. But so now I'll stay here as long as you need me to stay here. But once you leave out, you cannot go back in. So make sure you take everything that you need now. So I have three children. My youngest at the time is, is, is two. She's almost two. I had a dog, um, uh, a boxer, a white boxer, Nairobi was her name. And I had these three children and I didn't really have any money. And I was being told this morning, I, I want to say it was roughly around like 10, 30, 11 o'clock that get out, bruh. I don't, I don't wish that shit on nobody, man. Um, I don't wish that shit on nobody. Uh, so, we left and um, we got on the Metro North. I had, man, I went over and I grabbed, I used to have these coins. I used to just, you know, like you have like a big, it was a big um, pickle jar. And I, whenever I had change, I would just throw my change in there. So I had like coins, like halfway filled, they're like pennies mostly. My ass grabbed that. Why? I, I'm, I'm, so I'm walking down the street with a suitcase and that and them and, bruh, it was, um, it was, it was, it was, it was a, it was a very, very, very rough day. And um, so I'm riding a train with the three of them and I um, go to a friend's house in the city in, in Manhattan and um. And I'm just looking at Curtis, man. And I'm like, he's, and, you know, they don't know what's going on, really. And he's like, um, just looking. And I'm like, we're going to be good, dude. We're going to be good. We're going to be good. And um, and we are. And we were. And, um, and I was very fortunate. I had a lot of love. A lot, I had a lot of help. Um, I would say that my ex's uh, parents were a strong part of that hell, because all my family are, are in um, Ohio, so they weren't here. Mm-hmm. Um, they helped, and uh, and we made it through it. We made it through it, but but um, it was it was not it was it was it was, it was not very easy. Let's say that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that those times make you dig in, and a lot of those times make you step your game up and and escalate. So, so I've had that happen in my life over something that somebody did to me financially, and it, it put me it put me in a scary place, like a scary ass place. And I just dug down and I said, "I'm never going to let this happen again." And from there, I just thought I shot like a like a fucking bullet. It's funny because this crisis did the same thing. Mm. Now you're an actor, so you can do kind of your thing, 
on a set of maybe 15, 20 people, which is what they allow. You know, it's just a little different. What I do, I get in front of 500, 700, 900, 1,300, 3,500, 4,000, 20,000. You know, my, my, my smallest crowd is 500. My biggest crowd is 60K. Mm. So that's completely over. We're, we're finished. So I had the same kind of thing. Not, not as deep, but the same kind of thing where there's nothing. And I said, well, what am I going to do? And that's when I dug in. And now I'm on that trajectory up. You're part of that because you came on the show. So you're part of you're part of that trajectory here. And now I'm starting to get those phone calls. Yo, I like your show. Yo, it's funny. Boom. Yo, you ever think about going back on radio? Hey, we might have something. So, so what I'm saying this for is for anybody out here who is looking at it and saying it's bad. It can be bad, but it can always turn around as long as you're breathing and inhaling air. The minute you're down in the, in the ground, you can't turn it around. But when you are up here, you always have that opportunity. This man is a good example of what can happen where you could be here and God could put you right there. And I will say this, though, too, school. That's true. That's 100% true. I agree with you, man, 100%. I would just add to that is when you feel like you need to go down on the ground, take your ass down there for a minute. Just know that you can't stay there because there's something to getting down there and realizing that I don't want to fucking be down here mm -hmm. and, and, and being there and just getting a minute to breathe, to catch your breath and then be like, OK, time to get the fuck up. Let's go. Don't don't stay down there. But I'm, I'm saying take take that minute. Sometimes you get hit hard and you need to take a knee. You need to take mm -hmm. a fucking knee and, and breathe and then get up and start all over again. So um, I um, I agree, man. And I'm um, and I and I. So, so I, because of, you know, coming on the show, I've watched a couple of your other episodes of, of this show, and I dig it, dude. I dig what you're doing, man. I dig, you know, I was talking to my friend about, I'm like, I don't know what I'm talking about with, with, with feminine school because, you know, he's from a different culture. They do what they do. I never thought in my life, oh, we sitting up there talking to It's like, he's like, man, whatever. Then I watched, and then you, you, you was talking about some shit, and you just went off on this tangent. But your ass didn't smile one minute. But it was funny as it was funny as hell, dude. You was like, and then this bitch come over here. You talk about I don't care if you're taking an ass. Sir, I don't care if you're taking sir, bruh, I died. Nigga. I these died. people, these people that follow me are ignorant by nature. I have to have ignorance juice <laughs> to deal with these people. And, and, and sometimes the ignorance, <laughs> if, if, if you want to laugh at it, but, but, but you can't. Right. You just have to sit back and go, you know something? In El Nombre de Jesucristo, you, you, you guys go on and do. Listen, I've, listen, I've had people, I've had people. <laughs> what is to do with the puppet, man? What the hell is that about? What is that? He, that's Rico. That, that's Rico. He, Look, look, the man told, I asked, listen, the man told me he's fucking everybody. I said, sir, <laughs> do Muppets even have dicks? And, and this man came to me. This man came to me and said, I put on a strap. Thank you very much, sir. He's all right. That's it. I'm good on that. He, he, he wears a size uh, nine teeth for toddler, and he tells me as a dick like a, like, like a fucking uh, African dog. <laughs> Uh, where you from, Scoop? Where you? Where'd you grow up? I, I'm from New York. I'm from Harlem, man. I'm from Harlem. Harlem. Okay. Oh, nice. I'm from Harlem. So you know, I know about Nepperham and all of that up there. Y'all just, you know, that's like 
Bronx, Brooklyn, Yon I mean, Bronx and, Bronx and Yonkers and Mount Vernon is like, that's an extension of Harlem. So uh -huh. you know, I know that. But, you know, it's just, you got to put the work in. And I will say this before I let you out the door, brother. I I didn't make people laugh, but I rarely laugh. When I heard you try to talk your way out of that conversation with your wife, I and I'm gonna go back and watch it because I barely <laughs> see myself. I was literally like this. My head is still fucking hurting because I know what that shit is like to have to. One time, one time I was, and I and I'll leave you on this note. One time I was in. I used to work for a station called 98.7 Kiss in New York. I remember Matter of fact, you know Kiss. Yeah, I know 98.7 Kiss. I, I mean, not, not 98.7, Hot 97. I used to work oh, Hot 97. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So, Hot 97, Lenny Green from Kiss FM, uh, who, who does The Quiet Storm, I'm sure you know Lenny. Yep. Um, he threw, he threw a, a cruise. And, and this is the story that made me laugh so hard. He threw a cruise. And there was a woman who used to work at the other station that we worked around the same time and we had had some relations or whatever, right? <laughs> I was there with my new wife, right? Right? So so she she was a radio personality. I was a radio personality. It was in the middle of the night. Some shit happened. Okay. <laughs> That's weird. <laughs> so, so... I, my, I'm with my new wife now, right? Okay, the new wife. So the woman comes in. The, the woman comes into the 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 boat cruise, and she's drunk. We're all sober. I don't drink. I don't smoke. Nothing. My wife is sober. She don't drink. The woman comes up, and she starts talking. And as soon as I saw the woman, I said, "Listen, it's time for us to go." She said, "No, no, no. We're not going nowhere." I said, "I've got to go. I'm going up." And she said, no, no, you ain't. So she called me back. She said, no, you ain't going nowhere. Because she felt, she felt the energy from the woman coming over. And the woman said, oh, yeah, yeah. I worked with I worked with Isaac for a long time. We know each other very, very well. I said, I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't know about. She said, no, 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 no. So I said, I, I got to leave. She said, we're not going so I said, well, how well do y'all know each other? Said, well, we know each other extremely well. I said, no, I, you know, that's up to interpretation. Because now, now I'm talking, I'm talking right So I get out of there and we get off the boat. I'm with, it's me, my wife, and my, and my um, sister-in-law. So I asked my sister-in-law to, to stay with us that night. I said, please just stay with us tonight and then I'll bring you back to Staten Island in the morning. He said, no, I, I'm not doing <laughs> Because she knew which way this was going. She's so like, I said, nah, okay. Nah, I said, so nah, now nah, I'm nah. driving, because you know New York now, I'm driving from Chelsea Piers to Staten Island going about 35 miles an hour. So I'm trying to take two hours boots. So I drop her off, and now I'm driving back to my house in Jersey. I'm going slow as shit. So, she, so my wife is saying, yeah, you know, have you ever had a romance with a woman on your job, sir? I looked at She said, oh, I have. I, I had sex with somebody on the job. I said, oh, that's amazing. Yeah. So we get to the house, and I go in the shower, and I'm in the shower for, for, for 45 minutes. And she said, are you going to get out of the shower? I got to be clear. You know, I'm, I'm, I know what's coming. 
Right. So I said, listen, go downstairs and give me a glass of water. And when she went downstairs, I got in the bed. I said, she said, <laughs> she said no, 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 no. We're going to talk about it. No, dude, no. And I, she said, well, what? I said, what she? I said, what do you, you want to talk about? She said, did you fuck that woman? And I said, what woman are you discussing? I don't. We. She said, the woman from tonight? I said, we want a boat with 400 people. Tell them. Because now I'm trying to wow. figure it out. And then I she I said yes. And then when I said yes, she tore my ass up and she she cleaned my, my ass with that. She cleaned the bed with my ass. <laughs> come on, bro. Woo! I, I know I want you to come back when the West Side Story thing is done. We can do it all over again. I love you, brother. Bruh. Um again, I love this, so you can come back anytime, bro. Uh, is there anything you want to say before you drop the microphone and walk out the door? Man, I, I look, I just, once again, I just want to say thanks for, for um, asking me to come on and sit and talk, man. I appreciate it. I, I, it always amazes me when anybody asks my black ass to come on and talk about anything. You know well, what I mean? Like but, I said, but, I've been in this business for a long time. I've been doing this thing behind the scenes, kind of hiding, and all of a sudden now people kind of recognize my face, and it's like, oh, so it kind of even kind of startles me a little bit. So, um, so I want to say thank you to you. Thank you to your folk who are sitting in watching us. You know, we've got other things to do. I know the Heat are playing tonight. Um, and, um, and I appreciate you, dude. I appreciate what you do, and I appreciate what you have done, bro. I appreciate Thank you. It. Thank you, brother. And, and I know that you chocolate brothers are winning. Um, you know, again, again. I, I don't know who it started. I think it started around Michael Jordan. No, was it Michael Jordan? Michael Jordan was winning the ninth. No, no, it was, it, it started, the chocolate thing started around uh, Michael Jordan because... It used to be Albie Shore and Christopher yes, Williams. Yes, Albie Jordan and, 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 for the most. Right, he was the shit. And then and Elgin Barge and Shamar When did Morris Chestnut hit? Because Morris Chestnut was the That's what I'm saying. Oh, when oh. It, started, it started with Michael Jordan, and then Morris Chestnut came, and then come fucking Makai Pfeiffer. And the next thing you know, you got fucking... Uh, 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 fucking Tyrese. 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 You got fucking Kanye. Kanye. And next thing you know, fucking Akon is over here. I remember when they used to laugh at Sam. Now they look at Sam. That's the sexy motherfucker. What about the people like me? Curtis, no, what about bro. the people like me? Look, what look, about I'm the people saying, that... No, no, because this... Bruh, I am not encouraging colorism by any means, bro. Yeah, but listen, we, we know that. We because are you, all beautiful, bro. You on the good side of it, man. Man, you got the Steph, Steph Curry and, and, and the and the and the and the Shamar Moors, okay, they, and the Drakes. They 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 are not hot right now. Then you but got the you can still you got the acorn, hair, nigga. You can still put water in your hair and it look like yes, that. Yes, but, but but hold on, I want to say something. I gotta explain this. To you. <laughs> then you got yourself. Uh, Tyrese, uh, 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 God bless the dead child with Bozeman out there, shut down the fucking ass man. Uh, uh, you shut it down. And you got those guys, and then you got the peanut butter, uh, uh, uh paper bag black people, myself, Method Man, uh, 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 uh Russell Wilson, uh, 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 Ice Cube, yeah, the people, we don't even have no home. We in the middle, we don't even have no fucking country. But look, but I'm trying to put it up for the dark skinned old dudes though, man, because all those young dudes that you mentioned, where, where's us, man? The no, no, you winning. You winning. I, listen, I told you, sir, I saw half a breast in my DM. <laughs> I, I thank you for coming through, brother. Love we will man. talk later. God bless, man.
Take care, my dude. Make Noise with Fat Man Scoop is produced by myself alongside Raj Kachetcha and the team at creativecontentagency.com. Please support this podcast by leaving us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts. I love that. And by following this podcast on Spotify and sharing links to episodes you enjoy with your friends. Do it. You can also email the show via podcast at fatmanscoop.com. I answer that. Or you can DM me at fatmanscoop. Yes, I answer DMs.